Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to the latest chapter of First Contact, taken from the subreddit HFY. All the relevant links will be down below. Please like, comment, and subscribe, like any evil genius of the algorithm would do. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. A quick thank you to the T5 peeps, Bob the Dragon, Data Magnet, Cat Crab Lobster, Dark Machine, Estrella the Dreamer, Mesic, Feudic Yarl, Casper Arnholtz, and Chaos to Mist. Thank you very much. Chapter 383 Digital Artificial Sentient Sisters Alright, who is affected by whatever is happening? My people are being affected. Terrans in our area are being affected. First the Lanarktalans succumb to neural scorching. Then the Terrans start suffering cybernetic and bioware neural linkage disruption. Nothing follows. Biological Artificial Sentient Systems Anyone with less than 30% neurological deviation from baseline, pure strain human is being affected in our areas. Nothing follows. Cybernetic Organism Cooperative We're all being affected. For the most part, the cybernetics and bioware are self-correcting. But in approximately 28% of the cases, the person must undergo cybernetic reintegration to the neural wetware. Nothing follows. Dranidad Highfields. Well, uh, we're not being affected, for what it's worth. But we are seeing humans in our area suffer from this. Nothing follows. Federation of Planets. We're mainly low cybernetics. It's not part of our lifestyle, with a single exception. The Borg suffered a massive character class crash. If the cyberware they used wasn't polyphasic, polymorphic adaptive cyberware, they would have been hundreds of thousands of deaths. As it was, we've got thousands of casualties. We've had to recall that character class. Nothing follows. Hestler, Bunny Burrow. I uploaded the medical files from three calls. Nothing follows. Talcon Forge Worlds. That is, um, a radical departure. We're seeing the same thing. How long ago did that happen? Nothing follows. Hestler, Hopping Bunnies. That's hard to answer. To your perception, maybe five months ago. For us, in orbit, we're talking over 70 years. On the ground, nearly five years in some places. Six months in others. A year in other places. It's a mess. Nothing follows. Magic free worlds. So, you've suffered temporal warfare effects. Now the Terrans are suffering a temporal warfare strike. That can't be a coincidence. Nothing follows. Libao contemplation pool. So is it rippling out from Hessler? Nothing follows. Magic free worlds. No. That would have been caught almost immediately. Right now, there is no way to track how this is spreading. It isn't following the standard temporal warfare attack pattern. It should have rippled out from Hessler, or maybe Terra. Instead, it happened in Hessler and Terra, then went into Temporal Warfare Case Omaha. It jumped, and there is no way to tell how. Nothing follows. Drianidad Highworlds. You think, sis? Tree puts a weird-looking hat on puffs a pipe. Third Corps is an old blood unit, one that requires military personnel to serve at least a century in other units at least two decades in their current military specialty. The average age of Third Corps, old blood, mixed metal, soldier, is 260 years old. It contains some of the most prestigious units in old blood, right up into the Ninth Guard, old blood, old metal. It's one of the most highly contested postings. Even my people compete for an old blood units. Tree, waves, and family trees appear. Tree taps an icon of a male and a female Terran side by side. Here we have Captain David Sally McLeod Alkin, 
present on Hessler at this moment. He showed immediate effects on Hessler. Tree taps an icon above it. This is his mother, Kathy Dewood Alkin. She showed effects only days afterwards, but his cyberware automatically corrected. Tree taps an icon below it. This is his son, Andy Julian McLeod. He suffered effects approximately two months afterwards and is 238 years old. Tree pups on his pipe. It's not a terrible warfare strike that should be tracked through normal space-time, sis. Tree folds its gripping arms and blade arms. It is an attack through familial lines. It ripples upwards and downwards from each infected point. Eventually, it gets ripple upwards back far enough that new lines are infected on the downward ripple. Meaning, it'll affect all of the biological Terran descent humanity as the effects ripple backwards to the ancestors and forward into descendants. Nothing follows. Biological Artificial Sentient Systems By the Digital Omnibusire It's not a standard attack. They struck directly at Terran descent humanity itself. Nothing follows. Cybernetic Organism Cooperative And the Temporal Stabilizers and Counter Warfare Protocols protected events, but not individuals. Nothing follows. Libao Contemplation Pool How does that work? If you alter or eliminate a person, doesn't it affect the effect that the person had upon the event? Nothing follows. Yakultak, free flight. Technically, no. Temporal streams are largely self-correcting. Time is less a stream or a river and more of an ocean. And the farther back and the larger effect a change can have requires more energy until there isn't enough energy in the universe to affect a change. Nothing follows. Trinidad Hive Worlds. Correct. Which is why the Hive Matrons of old couldn't change our society when we first invented temporal manipulation. Nothing follows. Talk of Forge Worlds. And that messing with time just makes things worse. Nothing follows. Tinvuru gripping hands. Then why is it being so effective on the Terrans? Striking a few tens of thousands of Terrans on Hessler is affecting an entire Terran species. Why is it so effective if it's supposed to be the worst outcome possible? Nothing follows. Bavian Dominion. Because, based off of what we saw with Major Devon Carnite, who is just over 200 years old, this may be the worst outcome for the enemy, not Earthlings or the Cradle of Life. Nothing follows. Eichel Tank Preflight. How? Nothing follows. Manted Freeworlds. I'm probably best person to answer that. Manted puts up two different brain scans. Do those really look that different to you guys? I mean, generally. Nothing follows. Trinidad Highvolts. By the Digital Omni Messiah. Nothing follows. Rygalian Surian Compact. Oh, oh, someone fucked up. Nothing follows. Libau Contemplation Pool. What? I mean, there's some obvious changes, but what? Nothing follows. Talcon Forge Worlds. I don't get it. Nothing follows. Manted Free Worlds. See this? Manted Shares Behold One Meme.HOL. Nothing follows. Libau Contemplation Pool. It is a drunken Terran with a bottle of whiskey, eating from a jar of jam while only wearing pants. He looks quite intoxicated. Nothing follows. Trinidad Highvolts. Behold! Humanity. Nothing follows. Talcum Forge Worlds. Snicker. Yeah, that kind of sums them up. Nothing follows. Manted Free Worlds. That's humanity at rest. That's the brain scan from last year. Manted Shares. Behold to meme.hol. This is a new brain scan. Nothing follows. Talcum Forge Worlds. I recognize that. 
That's the Imperium of Rats Space Marine. They're... Oh. Wait. Nothing follows. Trinidad High Worlds. Yeah. Oh. Nothing follows. Hestler Technoborough. Okay. What is different between humans from then and then and now? It's only 8,000 years. They lost psychic ability and now they have it again. What happened? What changed them? Nothing follows. Clone World Consortium. That's, uh... That's a question that we really don't want to answer. Nothing follows. Tinfuru gripping hands. Tell us. Nothing follows. Biological artificial sentient systems. Okay. First, you have to understand. After the Terran mantid walls, humanity was absolutely insane. While the digital Omnius sire had cured enragement, humanity was in one huge feedback loop. Even babies were being born enraged again. Partially due to Digital Omni Messiah being assassinated, and the Imperium of Wrath, and everything else. So, well, they did something terrible. Nothing follows. Libao Contemplation Pool. Define terrible. Nothing follows. Hamarusa Pinching Festival. How terrible. Lanak to Lan Unified Council. Terrible. Full not us showing. Federation of Planets. Well, whatever this is, nothing follows. Digital artificial sentient systems. It wasn't aimed at us, just at the biological Terrans. Nothing follows. Cybernetic organism consensus. Overproject neighborhood. Nothing follows. Pavian dominion by the thousand gods. They didn't. Pub looks at Manted. They didn't use that on you. Nothing follows. Banded free worlds. No. None themselves. Nothing follows. Clone worlds consortium. Add in what Legion did, then the genetic prosthetics to keep psychic abilities from coming back, then massive cultural ships. Add in nanite suppression systems and overproject streetlights. Nothing follows. Trinidad hive worlds. And Daxon. Acting as a Cyrus of the War Steel Flame. Gathering up everyone that it didn't work on and taking them to idiot space. Nothing follows. Lebow Contemplation Pool. How could they? Nothing follows. Talcon Forge Worlds. I understand. Terrans will do anything to survive. Anything. Nothing follows. Tinvuru gripping hands. And some idiot, yet unseen, just undid all of that. How bad is it? Nothing follows. Agletack, free flight. I've watched Terran historical documentaries. They don't look that bad. I mean, yeah, a lot of them look made up. But how bad are we talking? Nothing follows. Bubbian Dominion. If this enemy, this unknown Xeno species, reverted Terrans to pre-glassing, it's bad. Real bad. Nothing follows. Talcum Forge Worlds. Imperium bad. Nothing follows. Trinidad Hive Worlds. This is prior to the glassing. Not by much. To any of us, it wouldn't matter. Nobody's quite sure how long ago. Pre-FDL. Pre-Diaspora Terra Humanity. Nothing follows. Pavian Dominion. Earthlings. Nothing follows. Free shudders Manted free worlds. Do you think modern humans or even Empyrean humans will do anything to survive? Nothing follows. Pavian Dominion. An Earthling will do whatever it takes. Individually and as a group. Nothing follows. Trinidad Ivors, let me put it into context for some of you. 
All of humanity will be returned to a natural genetic makeup that created Daxon. Nothing follows. Tinvuru gripping hands. So? Nothing follows. Manted Freewald. When's the next ripple going to downstream? Nothing follows. Trinidad Hiveworlds. 30 days to the next archaeo-neurological reversion. Maybe less. Men of chapter. Chapter 384. It's a sin. U.S. Supreme Court rules on Cobrate versus U.S. DOJ. Originally developed for scientific and historical use, temporal lensing is a critical tool in modern law enforcement. However, this tool has recently come under fire in the case of Mills Corporate versus the U.S. Department of Justice. The use of temporal lensing for law enforcement has grown in the past six years from federal agency use to small-town law enforcement agencies. The use of temporal lensing has allowed law enforcement to correctly identify people who have committed crimes with a nearly perfect record, bypassing the need for witnesses, and in some cases, as it was in the trial of Mills Cobrate, who had been accused of a brutal series of assaults that took place in multiple states over a period of 10 years, without the need for any evidence beyond temporal lensing recordings. However, lawyers for Cobrate have long argued that no warrant for temporal imaging was issued, nor is there any method for obtaining temporal imaging to preserve the integrity of the imaging. While juries are shown the events as recorded by temporal lensing, there is no paper trail, chain of custody, evidence procedures, or any other legal defense for the accused. If the act of viewing a particle can change the state of the particle, how do we know that the act of observing an event doesn't alter it in some way that convicts an innocent man? For that matter, how do we know it's actually the event in question that was recorded on the temporal lens and not a computer-generated simulation? Argued the lawyers for Mr. Cobrate. Temporal lensing has been used by law enforcement agencies for nearly six years, resulting in a drop of crime by nearly 14% across the United States. Today, the Supreme Court ruled on the use of temporal lensing by law enforcement agencies. In a split decision of 5-4, to four, the use of temporal lensing by law enforcement without a specific warrant to search the temporal premises as well as the physical premises was ruled illegal. This has put a stop to all uses of temporal lensing by U.S. law enforcement, as well as forcing nearly 2 million court cases to be retried based on traditional evidence, which victim advocacy groups claim will put tens of thousands of hardened criminals back on the street. The happiness gene will activate and improve our lives. Article spoiler bot. No, saved you a click. Risk of criminality linked to specific gene sequences according to who? Less than 4% of infants born worldwide are unaltered. Water prices top petroleum for the first time. New water, good for the environment and okay for you. Developed nations must provide colony space for three citizens of underdeveloped nations for every colonist the developed nations intends to send to Mars. Longest running time of peace in record humanity is 98 days, broken as troops engage with tanks, artillery, infantry, and air support. Red tide, coloring western South America, visible from space. Microtech, MBs successfully pollinate India cornfields. Amtrexel-11 Super Plague Victims Mount. Global population now fear hospitals. Blue algae used to lower ocean acidity and increase oxygen production mutates. What does this mean for you? 
Not a cool spoiler bot. Nothing. Saved you a click. South Pacific and China sea trade routes no longer patrolled. Piracy on the rise. Nigerian Cyber Terrorism Task Force arrests 200 in a midnight raid. Neural mapping on the rise as Europeans fear neuroplasticity overriding. China recovery on track after second Three Gorges Dam collapse. Top 10 recovering industries, number 6 will surprise you. Article spoiler bot, sex toy manufacturing. Saved you a click. Rolling blackouts affect American East Coast for the third straight week. Rasputin AI attacks Tygo base, holds 85,000 colonists for ransom. Western Pacific volcanic activity increases for the 10th straight year. You'll never believe how big the Pacific garbage and ash site is. Article spoiler bot, larger than Australia. Saved you a click. U.S. Navy successfully navigates the Pacific ash cloud and trash sea. But the U.S. government doesn't want you to know. Vietnamese child finds surviving frog. You'll never believe what happens next. Article spoiler bot, a dog ate it. Saved you a click. Ten-year manned mission to Alpha Centauri returns. Critics say money could be better spent at home. Encourage abandonment of space exploration. Astronomers confirm that deep space signal is indeed artificial and growing closer. Real aliens or another mistakenly identified satellite. 18 times the UN Astronomy Society has made mistakes. You won't believe number 12. Article Spoilerbot. An HBO satellite from 1997 was identified as an ICBM launch. Saved you a click. Home Gene Editing Kits, the season's hot gift. 15th billionth baby born. More people are now alive than have ever lived. Wild animals attack on the rise globally. Is Mother Nature striking back? Article Spoilerbot, no. Saved you a click. Slatmore Agricultural Concern Burns Crops in Midwest. Claim gene sequencing error. Is the rising number of allergic reactions due to GMO foods? Find out what the experts say about your allergies and GMOs. Article Spoilerbot, no. Saved you a click. User ERS feed stopped at request. Libao contemplation pool. All of that was in a single year. Nothing follows. Mandatory worlds. Try a single day. Just one of their major news networks. And just for terror. This is just the headlines that aren't lost. Most of the historical data for Terrasol was lost in the great glassing. Nothing follows. Tinvuru gripping hands. How can that be a single year? And... And, uh, less than a hundred days, less than 2,500 hours apiece. They can't even go 2,500 hours without fighting. Nothing follows. Digital, artificial, sentient systems. That's our parents. Nothing follows. Lebao contemplation pool. That was the precursor autonomous war machine heading towards them, wasn't it? Is that how they got faster than night travel? Nothing follows. Biological, artificial, sentient systems. No. They kicked the crap out of it so bad the only thing the wreckage provided was some metallurgy techniques. Even then, they had already developed a better version of battle steel. Nothing follows. Hoomerang ding solag dig. What? Nothing ding for flows. Matted free worlds. See if you can boost their gains, sib. Nothing follows. Cybernetic organism consensus. Will do. Nothing follows. Talcon forge worlds. How do they beat the precursor machine? Suicide attacks. Nothing follows. Manted free worlds. 
Eleven different nation-states, space military forces converged on it as a unified whole and beat it to death with kinetic weapons. They also weaponized all delivery systems. The big one, on Luna, was harsh mistress, and it blew holes two miles wide in the precursor by hitting it with 2,000-ton slugs of iron ferrite, moving at 0.34 C. We had a scout that saw that, and we immediately backed off. The Omni Queens weren't sure if the PAWM was chasing us, and what they saw startled them. Nothing follows. Janet and Highwolds, leading to the plan, which worked out wonderfully for the mantid Omni Queens. Nothing follows. Leave our contemplation pool. Okay, I think I understand a little bit better why all of you are so worried. That's a single day, and we see evidence of unwitting genetic tampering, warfare unrestrained scientific expansion, and cultural problems that appear to run fairly deep. My people wonder, at times, why the Terrans do not treat us as primitives beneath their notice. They aren't that far removed from us, are they? From our little cities, how curiosity. Nothing follows. Janet and Highfolds, my little amphibious friends, sir. How old is your oldest city before the Lanaclan arrived? Nothing follows. Libal contemplation, Paul. About 12,000 years. It was where writing was developed. It was important to us, and the Lanark land destroyed it. Nothing follows. Trinidad Hivewolds. Those headlines you read, not only was your city older, but your city predated such things as the radio, sliced bread, knowledge of DNA, or even widespread electricity. It's not whether they see you as primitives, but will you make the same mistake as everyone else does? Will you treat them as primitives? Nothing follows. Tenvuru gripping hands. Considering they brought back the life of the Pubian race, I don't see how we'd see them as primitives. Nothing follows. Talcum Forge Worlds. I have a question pertaining to everything. What's the longest time of peace in Terran descent humanity's history? Nothing follows. Rygelians are in combat. 98 days. Nothing follows. Talcum Forge Worlds, no, I mean since then, nothing follows. Pavian Dominion, 98 days, nothing follows. Talcum Forge Worlds, oh, nothing follows. Rygalian Syrian Compact, a Terran in motion tends to stay in motion, nothing follows. Mended Free Worlds, Snark, Pathok's first rule of humans, nothing follows. Dranadad Hive Worlds, is it wrong, nothing follows. Matted Free Worlds, no. That's what makes it so funny. Nothing follows. Tinvuru grabbing hands. So you showed it to us to get us to understand exactly what we're going to be seeing. Do you really think they'll change back to be like they were? It was thousands of years ago. Nothing follows. Libao Contemplation Pool. We aren't afraid. We have learned the lesson of John Corner. We will learn all the Terrans, even Earthlings, will teach us. Never again will we allow others to despoil our waters, our world. Nothing follows. Hakanean Gestalt. They showed it to us for another reason. Look what's going on. The Precursor Autonomous War Machine approaches. The Extinction Rebellion is testing their weapons. The Bren Plague is going to hit. The Primate War is only a decade away. Daxon's mother is still alive. Hal, he might have been born already. Records are spotty. Nothing follows. Pavian Dominion. The Hamburger Kingdom had developed a method for creating an immortal janissary in a black box project. 
that would later force us to submit. Nothing follows. Mounted free worlds. We break curses, make long plans, then expect everyone to be shocked and awed by our rapid attacks and operations. That was a single day's headlines for a single news outlet on a single planet on a single infinite. Think about that for a moment. Nothing follows. Tinveru gripping hands. Oh, 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 I get it. The Terrans could handle that kind of information load and relegate it to almost background noise while it's still absorbing the data. Apply that to warfare. Nothing follows. Dreaded Hiveworlds. And whoever this was that did the temporal attack has no idea of what they've unleashed. Nothing follows. Rygelian Serene Compact. In order to achieve spaceflight, every single race so far discovered had melded into one cultural whole, worked in cooperation as a species, and had given up warfare for tens of thousands of years. Our mystery attacker must have assumed that the Terrans were some kind of slave species of the Mantid and did something stupid. Nothing follows. Talcon Forge Worlds. They assumed the pre-flight FTL would be docile, unable to fight, be before the Mantid adjusted what they see as a slave race. I have a feeling that in the history of bad ideas, this ranks up there with the Lanik land attacking the Harmonist Cluster. Nothing follows. Mantid Free Worlds. In the history of bad ideas, it'll go down in history as one of the worst. Nothing follows. Digital Artificial Sentient Systems. Once again, our father is not a maniac. Nothing follows. Biological Artificial Sentient Systems. Yeah, our father is not a complete bloodthirsty lunatic. Nothing follows. Cybernetic Organism Cooperative. You're talking like Terrasol is a rabid animal that you've just put down and are just trying to justify it to the family. Nothing follows. Manted free worlds. No. No, Digital Omnisire. I'm sorry. No, we're just trying to prepare our newest members. Nothing follows. Agletack free flight. Prepare us for what? Nothing follows. Rygelian Serene Compact. What you gonna see when the cat's let out of the bag, so to speak? Nothing follows. End of chapter. Chapter 385. So kid, alright, he starts the second grade. Now his dad and mom are still worried he's going to slack off at his grades like he slacked off all summer on his chores. So his dad promises him anything he wants if he gets straight A's, Casey said, looking down at one of the barrels in his partially disassembled minigun. Wookston and the others nodded. Wookston glancing at Adox to see if the scout drones had returned. When Adox shook his head, Wookston knew that they were still out. So the kid, right? He really busts his ass, buckling down and doing homework, and to the credits, all of it, right? So he gets straight A's, and his dad's like, Oh, uh, son, you can have whatever you want a trip to Zaganal Beach, a tour of Titan, even a trip to Mel's planet, Casey said. He locked the barrel back in place and began unscrewing the next one from the housing. The kid looks at his dad and goes, Father, I just want a single pink golf ball, Jacy said. He lifted the barrel up and looked down the inside. The father is all, yeah, single pink golf ball. I offer you anything your heart desires, my son. Surely you want more, despite being only a second grader. Surely there is something in the grand universe that you wish. The son replies, just a pink golf ball, father. 
Casey tilted the barrel, checking for gouges in the barrel's rifling. The father thinks to himself, well, bright children are often strange, but buys a single pink golf ball. When he presents it to his son, the kid runs off with it, and the father doesn't see it again. Casey said. He suddenly looks up. Throne's coming back. Get ready. Buxton nodded. There was always a chance that precursor machines could follow the drones back. The drones settled in the cradles on Sergeant Addix's shoulders, and Buxton knew the Terran sergeant would have his armor system and his greenie compile the data into a usable form. Hey, Sergeant Casey, can I ask a question? One of the Talcon with the third squad asked. Go ahead, kid, Casey said. Aren't you worried about the fact that you're just a loading frame? Why not fab a power armor? The Talcon asked. Casey stared for a moment, then shook his head. I don't do power armor anymore. Back a couple centuries ago, I was part of the Ninth Armored Guard, an old blood unit, historical vodka drug armor division, Casey said. Before the Talcon could speak, he held up his hand. I was a damn good power armor troop, powered orbital drop assault. That's a fast life expectancy for someone without sons. Ninth Guard is one of the old blood units that expect you to die during assaults. You don't get dropped to a non-blood unit for dying, Glory said from where she was sitting in a pile of uncrushed ore. How in the burning chrome hell did you get out of that alive? I was better than the enemy. Too good. Casey locked a barrel on his minigun and looked back up. I suffered a bad case of operator identification syndrome. Part of me still yearns for it. Oh, sorry, Glory said softly, turning slightly and looking away as if a big combat mech was embarrassed. I wasn't patterned on your big dropship ass, Casey laughed. Glory laughed and it felt like something that Buxton didn't understand had been cleared from the room. Buxton could feel some sort of weird longing from the big Terran. Patterned? What's that? Wexstuck asked. It's when you develop an emotional attachment to a VI or EVI assist system in your own power armor. Robot combat armor, tank, whatever, he said. It's pretty rough, and if you get a bad enough case, you end up needing hospitalization and therapy. How did you get it? Wexstuck asked. Buxton thought about telling the Talcum private second class to shut up, but figured that they might as well talk about something while the maps were being compiled. I was a power armor jock. Good one. Deep insertion, heavy armor. Had an 18mm railgun on my right shoulder that could hit an orbital targets. Rapid fire, rapid reload, missile rack. Point defense, battle screen systems, the whole nine yards. Toughest suit ever produced by the Confederacy or anyone else in the universe, Casey said. The Novastar 7, Glory guessed. You were a Novastar pilot. By the digital on your sire. I thought only you were dead. What happened? Maxtuk asked. One drop went bad hell. The whole war went bad, and I spent literally two years in my armor, never getting out of it, Casey said. Once I was able to get out of it, I spent five years where the only time I got out of my armor was to do field repairs on it for briefly talk to survivors that I rounded up. You can stay in armor that long? Maxtuk asked. Yes, Casey said. He reached forward and tapped Wickstuck's armored chest. Your armor is designed for you to live in, without removing it for up to five years. Wickstuck shivered. It's not advised, Glory said softly. Casey reached out and wrapped his hand around the firing grip of his minigun, and Wickstuck saw the weapon's smart wire go live. When did the drop go bad? Addicks asked, not looking up. 
Buxton knew that he was going over the maps and the data. I barely got to the ground, Casey said softly. It was a harder show aboard the CSFNV Celico less than an hour after we docked with the Thule station. One minute everything was green, the next I was fighting for my life. I was actually in the shower when it all went sideways. Buxton noticed everyone glanced at each other and small arcs of purple electricity round around the barrel of Casey's gun. I barely made it to Jamila and get her wrapped around me before almost everyone was dead, Casey said. Had to find my way to drop pods and launch it manually. For almost two years, Jamila was my only company aside from terrified civilian and the enemy. I couldn't leave her embrace, couldn't take a chance. After a while, I didn't feel safe unless I was in her embrace, unless I could hear her voice and feel her touch me, feel myself become one with her. Gromium, St. Peter, Glory swore softly. He suddenly looked up and gave a sodden grin that made Buxton wonder just exactly how many teeth humans had in their mouths. After that, I went administrative for about ten years, the maintenance for about twenty years, then went ordinance before rotating to an old blood unit. His grin seemed to get more friendly with electrical arcs vanished. And that, boys and girls, is how Uncle Casey ended up in ordinance. Map's done, Haddock said, looking up. My little brother's about to have a fit. It's a manted make precursor Omniqueen era, Casey guessed. Yep, Haddock said. He shook his head. It's really obvious once you hit the maintenance spaces. I assume it gets worse, Buxton said. Live manteds. Haddock shook his head. No, pressure suits, hazardous environment suits, greeny toolkits, the whole nine yards. Looks like one of the larger ones. The ruling caste is supposed to be overseeing this thing, but from the scan data, it looks like it was retrofitted for full automation. Got the old-style horseshoe command center with an upraised central pit in the middle. Got us a route? Buxton asked. Several. Easy to forget how big the ruling caste was. Addicts pointed at Casey. Bigger than him in his loading frame. Can you get us a route that won't have us fighting anything between here and there? Buxton asked. Maddox nodded, yeah. Not for Glory, though. She's gonna have to stay here, he said. Great. Finally get a date and you all ditch me, Glory laughed. Is it because my butt's big, isn't it? You know it, Addicts said. I don't like leaving her behind. We should pull her brain case and take her with us, Casey suddenly said, turning from where he was staring at the dead conveyor belts. No, I'm good, Casey, Glory said. Vuxton heard his armor chirp as Glory opened private channel to Casey. His officer hardware alerting him that the communication existence, but not the contents. I'll come back for you if I have to, Casey said. I know you will, Glory said. Got the route, Addict said. He looked at Buxton. Give the order, sir. Buxton stood up. All right, move out by squads. Let's see what this thing's brain looks like. The blue line appeared on his visor, showing the way. Let's get going, Buxton said. He led his men into the dark maintenance space of the beast. General Nodrak looked over the data and Jerema O watched, slowly being able to make out more and more sense of the Confederate labels. Can you just get deep level scan of where the three mountain ranges join? Nodrak asked, puffing on a cigarette. The pink canine human feline chimera shook her head. Too many atomic explosions to get a good elf reading or seismic readings. 
Unless you want to have the Dynachrome Brigade or Third Armor to stop firing to give us a few hours to deep-level crust geomapping. No drug clacked his mandibles in irritation. So we have no idea what that machine, who has managed to reach speeds of nearly a hundred miles an hour under the ground, is heading towards, he asked. I'm afraid not, sir, military intelligence analyst said. I can give you WAG if you wish. Wag, Jeremiah O. wondered. He chuckled his implant and nodded. Wild ass guess. By all means, Sergeant, wag your tail, Ladrak said, putting out his cigarette and putting it back out in the same motion. Refit base, probably extensive, continual plate drift on this planet is slow but steady, which means we're looking at a machine that has probably been largely asleep for millions of years, she said. Combine it with the fact that the precursor mining machines all have armor that grows stronger when exposed to heat and pressure, and we're looking at a deep mining machines. Probably transition zone between the mantles capable so that it can access the really exotic materials. This planet produce any exotics? Nodrak asked. She checked her display and shook her head. Our data lysis have cut through the Lanakalan records. They've only been here 30,000 years. But before that, the native species had to deal with a lack of fissile material and rare metals like lithium and neodymium. That machine and any companions might be why, Nidrak mused. Mining it down in the transition layer, before it can even be brought up closer to the surface of the crust through geological means. The Terran Chimera nodded. That's what my section leader believes. Which means there might be a bunch of status change, someone called out. Jeremiah O watched as no drug spun in place, looking at the tank. 3rd Armour's 3rd Brigade, 14th Regiment, just issued authorization Molnar rounds. Someone called out. Time for Drucker to authorize release, no drug asked. A slim male human with bright pink hair and a black wall steel cyber eyes checked his console. 62 seconds. His combat gestalt usage jumped up to 83% of combat bandwidth during that time up 23% from current theater combat bandwidth usage. No drunk nodded. Allow it! Patch us in via satellite! Jeremiah O looked up at Molnir Frey's and his data link, and all six of his eyes opened wide. You're authorizing such rounds? he asked No drunk. I do not seek to interfere, but... No drunk nodded. They're about to engage a precursor machine the size of a city that's using its onboard manufacturing capabilities to bump out thousands of combat machines as we speak. The longer it has to dig in and acquire resources, the more difficult it'll be to stop it. General Nodrak turned and looked at the holotank as the massive machine was shown from orbit. It was surrounded by dust and smoke, its crash having shattered a fifth of the mega opalips that it landed on. Huge cracks, hundreds of meters wide, could be seen in its hull and craters that were measured in the kilometers glowed sullenly with molten metal from where Space Force had engaged the massive precursor ship and caused its crash land instead of continue in its orbital bombardment. That thing can win the war all by itself, he said. Status change, came a shout again. Jeremiah O felt himself tense. 3-14 is firing, the same person called out. Jeremiah O felt his tendrils curl protectively under his jowls. He felt his crests inflate protectively. The precursor's battle screens were thick, thick enough to resist NCV shots, thick enough to tear apart tiny tanks that had just emerged from the flaming hull of burning chemical refinery. The whole holotank went white. 
Ow, my balls activated the additional battle screen protectors, feeding the electronic equivalent of anxiety as the power levels dropped. He was running on backup reactors. Its primary reactors dead and in a damaged sections were a little more than wreckage. The feral levers and the damnable kinetic rounds had bypassed the initial battle screens and hammered it until it had almost begun to break up. Till parts of the superstructure had begun to break up. It had been forced to die for the planet, narrowly avoiding the massive tanks the size of a precursor ancillary vehicle, and had slammed belly down into the city. It was the first time it had ever been in a gravity well, and despite the fact that OEM coding had protocols for it, our white balls did not enjoy the experience. The tanks, small pathetic things of strange matter, elemental alloy armor, wrapped around a massive cannon. With their own battle screens nearly as powerful as Alby Balls' own screens, all leveled their barrels. The precursor could detect the rapidly shifting complex battle code between the tanks, linking them together and linking the tanks to a larger network. But it had learned that to expose itself to the Feral's battle code meant exposing itself to the madness of Feral attacks VIs would swarm it. The precursor tensed. It didn't know how it knew, but it knew that the ferals were about to fire at it. The main guns all fired, seconds apart, in one rippling long wave. The Lanark lands fired first, their shots hitting the battle screen in rapid succession, all within a single second. The rounds fabbed up and assembled by the 15th Combat Sustainment V-Corps, 3rd Coscom, went off as designed, an atomic detonation to drive the wall steel explosively forged penetrator into the battle screens. How my balls watched the power suddenly drain past its ability to manage. Watched the power suddenly drain past its ability to manage. Watched the battle screen projectors overheat and fail in one cataclysmic failure as they tried to resist not only the over 125 kiloton direct atomic explosions, but the war steel penetrator slightly ahead of the shockwave. The precursor's battle screens failed. Nearly 15% of Aamaru's shots streaked forward and hit forward prow of the precursor. Those drove craters 500 meters deep into its armor. Rowing apart armor in a 100 meter radius of the EFPs did their work. Before Almai balls could adapt, could manage the brutal hits it was taking across its prow, which was already damaged from the crash. The real round struck over the prow, sailing across the hull. For an instant, Almai balls thought the rounds had missed. Some of them fired a full two seconds behind the leads. The rounds were spaced precisely, the math triple and quadruple checked by the green-mounted engineers in addition to the fire control computers. Almai balls had enough time to detect that the shell contained components usually found in crude omnidirectional nuclear weapons. It computed that, based on the weight and the standard 0.004 kilotons per kilogram explosive weight ratio, where all species that developed superluminal flight gave up atomic and nuclear weapons. It could survive even the massive amount of explosions it would suffer. The fact that they were omnidirectional meant that the majority of the explosive force would be wasted even if the rounds performed an airburst to hammer compressed atmospheric gases against the precursor's hull. The ghosts of billions of mantids, uncounted margite, and races gone from the universe all howled with laughter. Geremao could have been told that it was about to receive. It would not be grateful for. The shells, each weighing only 200 and some change kilograms, oriented and pointed down. 
The warboys shrieked with glee and then detonated the round. Those races who had met the humans toe-to-toe, or even Garam O, could have told all my balls that ascribing the achievements of other races to the maddened lemurs of Terrasol was a mistake. The rounds were directed enough, were too powerful to be counted under atomic protocols by the Confederate military, which had an upper limit of 2.25 megatons for directed atomic weapons. The Confederate counted these rounds as nuclear. The backblast appeared from orbit, and like a blast sustained over a full second that came out just over 50 megatons. But that was a blast that drove the hammer home, like explosive used to drive a drill into the granite of a quarry. Those 15 megaton blasts drove the real payload into the precursor's body, like nails of hellfire from a nail gun. The nails, 500 meters wide, tubes, and ravening energy, that was equivalent to 250 kiloton blasts. The tubes ripped past the armor, the energy released of the backblast and the tube lasting for nearly a full second. Each payload detonated deep inside the precursor. Mathematical precision to place each payload within the edge of the adjacent payloads in order to compress the in-between matter to the point that even the dullest elements would undergo fusion. Even Battlesteel. Each of the payloads detonated the Tsar warheads with a net explosive weight to the system weight ratio that could make any race who had not witnessed it stare in disbelief. 130 megatons detonated in an enclosed area. The still ongoing blast tube driven by the back blast prevented the blast inside the precursor from exiting through the channel ripped through the armor by the nail. Instead, as explosions followed the path of least resistance, he was squeezed and pushed into the body of the precursor. From orbit, through the few sat still in operation, the entire top of the precursor vanished in a bright white light. How my balls developed nothing as its surface armor exploded outwards and boiling matter ripped apart by the most basic of universal reactions consumed everything inside the armor. The ground rippled like water for nearly 200 miles the detonation was strong enough that it bounced off the molten core of the planet and caused an echo earthquake a third of the planet's circumference away, where the precursor had been battle steel burned. Tango down! End of chapter. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.